Welcome to the Big Idea to Bestseller Podcast, where we are turning your dream of writing a book into your reality. On this show, you'll learn how to write, publish, and launch a nonfiction book from the most elite professionals and entrepreneurs from around the world. I'm your host, Jake Kelfer, four-time bestselling author and founder of the Big Idea to Bestseller program, and I'm here to reveal the secrets of what it takes to write an incredible book to grow your business, become the go-to expert, and change the world. So whether you want more credibility, you want more coaching clients, you want to start a business, or you simply want to share a powerful message, this podcast was made for you. Let's go! I just got my book featured on a Times Square billboard and in Yahoo, and I want to show you how to do that. Okay, have you ever wanted to have your book be on a Yahoo press release? Have you ever wanted your book to be featured in Times Square in one of the busiest cities in the world? Well, if you've ever wanted to get massive exposure and massive opportunities, I'm going to show you how to get that and give you the secrets behind book PR. But more than that is I'm going to show you how you can take that PR and we're going to leverage that into leads and clientele. Now, I have to be honest about this. I originally had a different opinion about certain PR than I do now. Let me explain. I originally thought that if I was featured on Times Square billboard, that it would be in front of a lot of people and maybe millions. And of those people, it would generate tons of book sales. And then those sales would trickle down into tons of other opportunities. But what I quickly learned and realized, one, after doing this myself, and two, talking with different people in the PR space, is that oftentimes these big campaigns don't often result in exactly what you were looking for right away. All right, let's dig a little bit deeper into this. If you are a solopreneur, if you are an entrepreneur, if you are an author, if you are building a business, if you're growing a business, unless you have a massive, massive marketing budget, you're probably not going to be featured on Times Square billboard over and over and over and over and over and over and over again enough to get the benefit of being consistently in somebody's mind, right? If you look at these beer commercials, they're on the Super Bowl, they're on every corner, they're in every grocery store, they're everywhere, but they have massive, massive marketing budgets. So the question then becomes, how do we get featured in the places where the big budgets are, but we can use our small budget to go much further? And that is really where I want to specialize in this conversation around the secret behind the book PR, okay? Now, I was talking with one of my friends. She is an incredible, incredible, runs an incredible PR agency, does some incredible, incredible things. And we were talking about the way PR works now. And I want to explain this to you because then we can talk about how we understand the current landscape and then we can turn that into some of these opportunities. So there's old media versus new media. Old media is TV, radio, newspaper. New media is podcast, newsletters, and social media. Here's what I mean by this. Previously, getting on TV was the best thing you can do. And sometimes, I want to make it clear, every one of these strategies can and still works. I just want to show you how as an author, you can get in front of a lot of people and then turn that opportunity in PR into leverage for other aspects. But TV, radio, newspapers. Now it's podcast, sponsoring, email newsletters, and social media. Why? Well, the best marketing dollars that you can spend, in my opinion, are where can I get the most amount of eyeballs in, the lowest amount of price, in the most quality form of my clientele. 
So TV can be really great because you get massive, massive eyeballs and you get massive, massive um, perception growth, but not everybody's in your ideal client. Not everyone is ready for a call to action and you don't get to control a lot of that aspect. So let's break it down further. We then have to identify not just the old media versus the new media, but we have to identify what is ego versus what is results driven. So I'm guilty of this too. Being on TV though, as a society, if you were featured on TV to promote something, everybody's like, holy shit, that's incredible. But from my experience and from a lot of my colleagues, TV isn't going to drive the sales. Whereas if you were on a podcast, maybe it's a smaller podcast, so it doesn't have the same sex appeal as being featured on TV does. And maybe people don't aren't like, oh my gosh, you don't have that shock and awe factor, but you do get in front of 5,000 of your exact dream ideal clients who are looking for the service that you provide, your results are going to likely be higher. Okay, so now we've talked about really understanding old media versus new media, ego versus results driven. What we really want to do is understand that your job is to get exposure so you're not the best kept secret and then take that exposure, however it comes, as leverage to be used everywhere and build momentum on the back end. And this is why I chose to do a Times Square billboard and featured press as a marketing strategy, even though I understood that that wasn't going to be the direct cause of the majority of my opportunities or my sales. I knew that by getting featured on Times Square, I'd have the shock and awe factor, but I also knew that I would be able to leverage it and use it in a variety of ways along with a Yahoo press release. So the best part about what I'm about to share with you is that you can do this regardless of your marketing budget. There is obviously an investment to marketing, okay? But you don't need to have tens of thousands of dollars a month to be able to implement some of the strategies that I'm going to be able to share with you right now. Now, there are immediate benefits when you have a Times Square billboard or when you have a Yahoo press release and when you have featured press. Now, some of these benefits include one, high quality content that you can use over and over again. I'm going to show you exactly how we repurpose all of our content from our featured press and Times Square billboard. But Having a great asset that you know creates shock and awe, that you know increases people's perception around the work that you're doing, around your business, around your company, that is a net positive that then we can leverage over and over and over again. We already have content that we know people are impressed with or that really helps them out. Number two is when you get featured press, you get SEO optimization. Very simply, the more press you get, the more articles you have, the more articles mentioned your website, the more likely that you are going to get shown higher in the rankings for specific things on Google and search engines. Now, I'm not an SEO expert. I'm not going to pretend to be. But what I do know is that if you have more features, then when people search your name or your business or what you do, there will be a backlog of press articles, etc., that make you seem more credible therefore more reviewed and therefore more trustworthy that you are the person somebody is looking to hire. Number three is the immediate benefit of credibility. The minute I was on a Times Square billboard, people started to see our business as a higher level. The minute I was featured in Yahoo on a press release because everyone knows Yahoo, I borrowed that credibility for my own. Everyone knows Times Square billboard, borrowed that credibility. 
So you don't have to be the first to do something. You don't even have to reinvent the wheel. You just have to find the places that people are already thinking about, get inside their head at that point of the conversation and plant yourself there. That's where you can be really, really effective. And then lastly is featured press is typically positive media about you and your business. Now, if you're watching this, wouldn't you want positive press about your business? Wouldn't you want somebody talking positively or showing an experience of you in a positive setting? Of course. And that's what featured press allows you to be able to do. Now, again, this is featured press. This is the secret behind one side of book PR that we're walking through. But now let's talk about how we're going to actually leverage the PR. So immediately, the minute you are featured in a place like Yahoo, or you're featured in an article, or you're featured on a great podcast, you can create an as seen in or an as featured in on your website. Right off the bat, boom, you have an opportunity to have instant credibility, okay? That can last for years and years and years, okay? Anytime you get publicity, you can use that as as seen in. The better the logo, the more well-known the brand is, the more it lends the credibility to yourself. Second is you create a press page for your actual website. So what you do is you actually create a press page so people can go on your website, they can check your about, and then they can check your press, and you will have a list of featured press opportunities that you've been a part of, and they will see that, and they'll be like, oh, let me see this article about them. Oh. They also have this article. Let me read that. And then they're going to be like, oh my gosh, this person has been featured in quite a lot of things. They must know their stuff. Remember, marketing. How do we make sure that people believe they like us and they trust us? Well, by getting press, you can do a lot of that. Now, before I continue here with the the remaining part of this is I also really want to stress this becomes much easier when you have a book because now you went from being someone who doesn't have a book to now you have a book. You've established yourself an authority on that thing. Then you're using that book to grow your business. So you invest in PR that puts gasoline on the book and builds your momentum. Next up, the way you can use it is you can update your social media bios with your new features. Okay, so this is where on your bios you can put as seen in Yahoo, right? As seen in Forbes, Business Insider, wherever it is that you get featured in. And then the last thing that you can do for the sake of this particular conversation is you can repurpose the content, okay? So I really, really want to to stress that sometimes, sometimes we think that, oh, I'm only making an investment to see this ROI. I put in this dollar, I get this dollar out. But what I've learned from doing a lot of PR for my book is it's not, hey, I'm going to invest in this and get this immediate return when I'm looking for national and big plays. Instead, it's, hey, I'm going to invest in this, get the assets, use those assets over and over and over again, and turn those things into leads and opportunities. And this is the strategy that works, and I'm going to show you the way to repurpose it. So when you get featured on Times Square, you are featured in Times Square. That's freaking awesome. I can't tell you how cool it was to see my picture and my book featured in Times Square. It was awesome. And so you take that picture, whether you're there live or you're not, you take that picture and that becomes some of your social media. So look, you can throw it directly on social media and that is a great post. 
we did this for myself. And while the billboard didn't drive a ton of opportunities, me having the asset of my billboard put on social media generated the most engaged post I've had in the past 12 months. And it generated dozens of leads and people interested in what I do. Why? Because this was the shock and awe factor that gave them enough of saying, okay, I got to learn more about what Jake's doing. And boom, that was how we leveraged it one time. I can do this over and over again. I could do throwback Thursday. I could talk about it. I could put this on my press page. I could put this everywhere. But then let's talk about the Yahoo. Okay. So you put this on social media, you screenshot the beginning part of it and boom, now you have another great social post. I put this social post up and it immediately led to people expressing interest in working with me. And it also allowed people to learn more about the insides of my brand, not just from my website, which was a huge value add. Now, remember all we've done is so far, we've just taken the existing images the article and the billboard. We've created an image based on that. And then we've shared that. And these have been wildly engaging and they've generated leads. Okay. Next up is you can turn it into an ad. So what I did was I literally took this. I'm looking for five nonfiction authors who want to get their book featured on a Times Square billboard. I just turned this into an ad as this is something that we help our authors do. So I used my example of the PR and put it there. You can do this too, depending on what it is that you're looking for. One of the best things that you can do is take your press from a reputable source and turn that into different ads and articles to drive awareness, credibility, and exposure that then can ultimately send people down your funnel. PR is very top of funnel, meaning PR is very, very good for building awareness around who you are, what you do, and what your brand is. People get to see you, and then you can start to funnel them down with more direct calls to action. All right, that's really what's powerful. Or if they don't know you, you can run an ad like this, and that Times Square billboard gives the credibility that then lends itself to the call to action, which then invites them into your world. To put this in perspective, I turned this into an ad, and I can show the numbers another time. And if you want to me to me to get deeper on this at, a, at another date about how we run the ads, but I did a very, very simple $30 test and we generated 10 new leads from a $30 campaign, getting leads for $3 per lead. Okay. That is a awesome, awesome thing that in and of itself pays well beyond and is way more beneficial than just getting the PR and not repurposing it, okay? You can also turn it into reels. You can take the 15 second video of your ad, your billboard and make a 15 second clip and add text overlay. So the background is you on Times Square, but then the text is about what it is that you do. Now, you can also turn this into email campaigns. All right, let's walk through this. Email campaigns. Do you have an email list? Are you communicating with them? Well, you can turn all of this content now into an email campaign and throw in the picture. We turned the picture of me being on a Times Square billboard into an email campaign. I expressed how awesome it was, how grateful I was for all the support that's allowed us to be here at this time. And I said, hey, if you're interested in writing your book this year, let me know. And people use that and was like, I got to check them out. And we booked several calls from that. For us, book calls are worth hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Um, sometimes for certain offers, worth thousands of dollars for us to get on the phone with somebody. 
And then here's the other way that a lot of people don't think to use positive PR. And it's what I call the opportunistic follow-up, which basically means that you're using the articles, you're using the featured press, you're using yourself on the billboard, the image, as a way to follow up and increase touch points with prospects without actually just pitching them or saying, I'm just following up or I'm just checking in, which is very triggering for a lot of people. Instead of bombarding them with the sales lingo, you can focus on sending them the thing that further establishes your credibility. So look, hey name, and I'll read this from the bottom. Hey name, I know we are talking in a month. I know we had a great conversation last week. I just got this article on Yahoo featured about us and our business. Uh, It might be something that you want to check out as you get closer to making your decision. Now, you can word that a little differently, but the gist of it is instead of just saying, I'm following up, I'm checking in, I'm following up, are you ready? Have you started? Instead, you can use this as a way to increase touch points without actually just asking if they're going to buy something. Instead, you can do it in a way that helps them make a decision, which often will lend itself to a positive frame of what it is that you do because of the opportunistic follow-up. So the question that you have to ask yourself now that we've shared all this is what are your goals as an author and entrepreneur and what is your fastest path to getting you there? Now, when you have a book, you've put yourself at a completely different level. But what if we want to pour gas onto the burning fire of having a book with momentum? Well, then you can really take off, okay? So you have an idea. You turn it into a book. You've now differentiated yourself from the majority of the population. You now take that book and you turn that into a business and that business then gets featured along with your book onto places that people know of and that trust of. And then you have now gone from, hey, I want to stand out to, oh my gosh, I'm featured on Times Square with a book and people are like, holy shit, how did you do that? How'd you do it so fast? And how do I work with you? That, my friends, That, my friends, is the secret of book PR and how I've turned my book features on Times Square Billboard, Yahoo, and many other articles into many, many leads, thousands and thousands of dollars worth of sales, and tons of opportunities that never would have existed had I not written a book and then thought about how to use that book for opportunities for growth. So if you are an existing author, is this something that you can do? Does it fit with your strategy? If you are someone who wants to be an author, the first place you need to do is write the book. So I hope that this was a really cool insight into how we're using traditional PR and old school media and turning that into leveraging the new media that is available. I hope you're seeing how this is not just about the ego, but it's about the results driven. And when you can combine all these things together, you're going to have yourself some great campaigns, some great results, and some great opportunities. Thank you so much for listening to the Big Idea to Bestseller podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're ready to get started writing your dream book to grow your business and make an impact, then go ahead and go to bigideatobestseller.com. That's www.bigideatobestseller.com. You can get some free resources. You can grab a free copy of my book, Big Idea to Bestseller. And you can check out everything that we have to help you get started absolutely for free. Together, we're changing the world one book at a time. I'll see you on the next one. Let's go!